Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And uh, Merry Christmas. And hope you guys had a great one. And we wish you the best. Today, uh, for most of the country, is a national holiday. Uh, the twenty Because we had Christmas on a Sunday, kind of like the 4th of July. Uh, I know they're very different things. But uh, everybody takes off the Monday when you have a Christmas on Sunday. So hello out there. We, uh, Aaron and I, were given that opportunity. And we said, no, 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 no. Our family can see us later. We will be working on the holiday and uh, glad the rest of our office can be off celebrating and all of that. But uh, we will uh, continue down this path. And Aaron, I got to say, I was um, just the other day was really uh, wanting to react to that uh, Baylor game. What a uh, what a set. And Aaron, there were some there were some late evening uh, texts that were coming through, at least from your number. And uh, you were not pleased, and I think most of uh, Baylor Nation was not pleased, maybe with the holiday and Christmas and everything that's gone on. Folks have uh, settled down just a little bit, but uh, that was not that was not a good result for the Bears. We did really enjoy our three days of coverage leading up to the game on Thursday night, and it was good to have a contingent of uh, ESP and Central Texas folks there, Ryan was uh, right in the right in the middle of things do uh with us and uh, Tom Barfield and Aaron was back home and it was um, Aaron the most of the times of course you are in the safety of the press box especially on like a 9 or 10 degree with it being the wind chill of about 0 or minus 2 you, certainly I would never complain I will say Aaron the uh, they have not insulated that place very well, so it did get kind of chilly up there in the press box. But it was nothing quite like what it was to sit out in the elements. And as I made my way, I don't know when it was, right around maybe first to halftime, I decided when I noticed they were serving some form of veggie wraps. Aaron, do you think when you assemble a whole lot of media types and you get up in the press box, do you kind of think what they're wanting at halftime is some maybe uh, mushrooms and zucchini wrapped in a uh, some kind of tortilla? Is that it's not really the crowd for that? So I went looking in other areas, and Aaron. Next thing you know, I'm in the old Frog Club, the old TCU Frogs Club, and it appears that if you had kind of the fortitude and the mental toughness to sit out in that weather. The 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 uh, the bowl people just said, "Well, come on up to the frog club." I mean, everybody was in there. It was not like you know, generally at a TCU game, you know, you're going to see the hoity-toity TCU people up here. Oh, we're the big money people. We have uh, uh, donated more, so we get to hang up at the frog club. What I kind of liked the other night, they basically took the attitude: if you paid the money, or if you 
uh, even if you got a free ticket and you sat out in this, come right on up into the Frog Club. And so I made my way around and found some coffee, found a little coffee, some sustenance, and we had a uh, nice time. And then as we made our way, and this again is Thursday evening, we have not talked to you since then. We've had Christmas. Uh, I've covered the uh, Cowboys game, was out there on Christmas Eve, much to the chagrin of my family. Uh, believe it or not, Aaron, they kind of like having me around on these holidays. But I, uh, I, I just felt like I needed to be there for such a momentous occasion. And Aaron, even though with your Cowboys fandom waning and has sadly completely gone away, uh, you had to enjoy the. And again, there were mistakes, there were fumbles, there were turnovers, there was a pick six by Dak. But what an evening it was for football fans. I would have to say that for a Christmas Eve, you know, we're so used to Cowboys fans gathering around for Thanksgiving. I'm kind of wondering what Cowboys did, fans did for Christmas Eve. I, w- I would imagine most of them did not let, uh, now a lot of them came to the game. I mean, there's an enormous crowd out there. But if you were watching at home, did you go ahead and go to a Christmas Eve service? Or did you skip it? I'm wondering what some of our pastors that listen to us, Terry, I know you're out there. Um, There's uh, several pastors in the area that have listened to us over the years. Pastor Johnson, I know uh, I know you're out there uh, listening, uh, you know, uh, as we as we speak this afternoon. I'm kind of wondering, did they did they stay tuned in or did they pause it and go to the service um, Christmas Eve? Aaron, what was your Christmas Eve like? Did you gather with some family members? Did you spend some time alone with the Cowboys? Did what was the uh, what was your situation like? We do Christmas Day early, so Christmas Eve, I just stayed home with the dog and watched the Cowboys. Very, very enjoyable game. Very entertaining and a yeah. great win by the Cowboys. Did you find yourself? Was there a little moment? Was there a little moment late where you kind of were giving it the fist pump? <laughs> a little bit, think... yeah. I mean, it never goes away completely. There it you just, go. The, the best thing about it is the losses don't hurt as much. Uh-huh. I can still enjoy the wins. I, yeah. I don't root against them. Most of my family and friends are Cowboys fans, but no. it takes a little bit of the sting out of the losses. But it was it was a great comeback win by the Cowboys. Based on your text messages the other night, <laughs> the Baylor loss was hurting a little bit. And, you know, we Dave Aranda himself uh, said this is going to be the who wants it more bowl. We always talk about that, the media. Okay, it's just, these bowl games are going to come down. Who's more into it? And I thought that was interesting on the day before the bowl for, for Coach Aranda to basically say the same thing. This is going to be the who wants it more. And I had that moment when he said it, Aaron, where I said, be careful, Dave. You don't want to get into a who wants it more against Air Force. Because what you hope is your athleticism and and maybe having the more NFL caliber type athletes takes over at some point, even if the opposing team wants it a little more. Well, it didn't come to that. Bears did get a late score in the first half and get it to 9-7, but uh, the rest of it was uh, was just out of control. And at 420 today, we're going to relive some of it, and I think there's some really interesting comments from Dave Aranda, very candid about the 48 hours that saw the Bears lose the uh, 
the, the, the top of their recruiting class and how that kind of was permeating with some of the losing this season. And uh, Randa was very honest about a few things. Now, there are some announcements coming out today. Aaron, you've been seeing this. I, uh, I don't know. I thought I was very clear with a tweet. But I noticed as we were getting ready to come on the air that some people d- did not know how to read either my tweet or Dylan Doyle's tweet. Now, Dylan Doyle has said, hey, he's going to um, he, he was thanking Baylor for all his time. And and now he's going to go, you know, get ready to pursue his dream to play in the NFL. I I don't. And then I, I tweeted, Aaron, just something of like you don't usually find the transfer transfer portal a pillar of your uh of your program, but the Bears found that in Dylan Doyle. And I, I, I kind of thought everybody would understand that. And I've noticed some people have now come in and said, Mosley was talking about that Baylor got him out of the portal. I don't, if any, if there's any confusion out there, I read poor, I read Dylan Doyle's announcement to be that he's appreciates his time at Baylor. He's saying goodbye. He said goodbye to the media this week. And he's going to go try to play in the NFL. And he's going to get ready for it. Now, again, with all these COVID years that everybody has, and my gosh, it just it seems like these careers can go on and on forever. And like Spencer Sanders, most of us thought his career was over from Oklahoma State. And he says, no, I'm going to go play somewhere in the portal. I think, I think all Dylan Doyle was saying was that he's ready to go start his NFL career. Aaron, did you – think any differently of that tweet is no. that what you thought yeah okay. i mean i was okay. surprised that anyone thought thought different a little okay bit. i just i don't know i just hope something i said didn't mislead anyone but again aaron you saw i think what i wrote i was just praising him for being such a great leader and that kind of thing so i don't uh i don't exactly understand some of the uh whatever's unclear what he made clear in his tweet was that he came to Baylor in a great time of uncertainty in his life and he came in and and obviously made a huge difference huge impact for the Bears and and spent three years in Waco and it's changed his life forever I mean I think Dylan Doyle has to go down as one of the Baylor greats I mean he really had a tremendous career Um, other news coming and Aaron I promise you we can double up on some of this in Campus Confidential today, so don't worry. Like, oh, Mo- Mosley's stealing my stories. <laughs> Mosley's stepping on me. The uh, because most everybody's on. Aaron, what do you think people are doing on their off day? Do you think most people that are maybe having their Christmas today, like I was trying to do, do you think they're ga- they're listening to us around the tree? Perhaps I hope so. They're just kind of they have the Mosley show on maybe via app because some of them have gone outside the area. If you ever want the ESPN Central Texas app, just type in uh, Syntex Sports Fan, wherever you get your apps. Like for me, I, I go to Google Play because I have an Android. And if you'll put Syntex Sports Fan, three words, you can get that app. That's a good way to listen. Or you can go to our, our site, and uh, that's, a, that's another place you can find it. Is that SyntexSportsFan.com, Aaron? Does that sound correct to you? That is correct. Okay. Are you impressed that I know that? Uh, the uh, folks can be out there, and they can monitor us via uh, via that. But uh, Aaron and I had a lot to say today, so the truth of the matter is, uh, I, you know, we don't mind 
we don't mind doing a little work. And Aaron, uh, how was John percolating today? By the way, Aaron, did John had John recovered from the uh, the Baylor loss? That's tough, man. He had to call it, and I hope he had those windows down because <laughs> sometimes the uh, the broadcasters, the TV guy that we uh, that we talked to, um, said that he was going to have his uh, his window up, and they were going to be all bundled up. I hope John had the window down for his call. Aaron, could you tell, listening to it, could you still hear the crowd and everything the other night? I can confirm that John, for maybe the first time in his broadcasting career, had the window closed. It was that cold. <laughs> he said that the Air Force announcing crew opened it for like two or three minutes and then immediately closed it <laughs> on their side of the booth. So, Yeah, he had the window closed. Oh, John. Hey, Aaron, is John, if John's driving home right now, can you get a hold of him and see if he wants to do these two hours with us? Just one big happy family. I could see John maybe wanting to. Has he left the building, do you think, Aaron? He has. Has he already left? Yeah. Oh, dang it. Dang it, John. I should have I given him more notice. This would have been a great uh, time. For, for the Morris and Mosley show to break out. Now, Aaron, uh, we do have a Baylor game this week. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's 7 o'clock. Whoa. Is this breaking news that, that we have a Baylor game? No, no, just a quick. Okay. It's a, oh, okay. NFL you, news, but. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. What do we have, Aaron? I'll send it to the newsroom where Aaron Sexton is standing by. Ian Rappaport reporting the Dolphins quarterback to a Tagliova. Ah, I can never – Ever get Say it right. Tua. Tua. Once yeah. again in the NFL's concussion protocol and his status for this week's game against the Patriots is now in doubt. I would be shocked if he played this week, especially with his history of concussion and what's happened with him earlier this year. So it looks like Tua will not be playing against the Patriots this I, week. I'm very upset with you that you would interrupt me setting <laughs> up the Nickel State Baylor game. I guess no, it's the, it, that's, the fantasy uh, manager in me. I was just uh-huh. thinking about that for I, for certain people. I, uh, it's a big game Wednesday night, seven o'clock, the final tune-up. No, that is that's fine, Aaron. I like big NFL news, and that is big because the truth is that probably means he's out for the rest of the season. I mean, there were people thought that thought he shouldn't have come back in the first place, and, and that the NFL um, concussion protocol failed him in a lot of ways. By the way, if you are listening to the program today. I, I want to I kind of want to know and and the text line is a great measure for that because I if if we have a huge response Aaron that means you and I will work all holidays <laughs> in the future <laughs> I want to know how many people are listening to us on a day the bankers and pretty much everybody is off I'm very curious who I mean like were there I bet there was a two five four six six two sixteen sixty. 254-662-1660. Um, you know, and then I can give this uh, feedback we get to Tom as Tom makes future decisions uh, on uh, programming. 254-662-1660, the CNC Collision Center text line. Are you out there listening to us on this sacred holiday, which is Boxing Day? The day after Christmas is known as Boxing Day, kind of a... Aaron, that's what they they celebrate that in um, in England, in jolly old England. It's Boxing Day. Aaron, have you and your family ever observed Boxing Day? 
we fought a war so that I don't have to celebrate. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I never have. Actually, I thought it was more of a Canadian holiday. It shows you what it I may know. Maybe. Maybe. It's, it's, it's probably both. I mean, you know, Canada was once part of the British Empire, so. What was it? <laughs> that's I mean, that's very true. The Brits? I mean, it's not it's not the biggest place in the world, but they kind of had about half the world at one point, and uh, they love ruling people. And then finally, I think people at some point, well, they fought wars over this, but they also realized we're pretty far from them. You know, I, do we really need to? <laughs> There's really not a lot of them folks? either. Yeah, yeah, there are not that many of them. Do you think we could just be independent? Okay, let's uh, declare independence. And um, and of course we. You're right that uh, there was a revolutionary war that was fought all those years ago. Um, we have big show planned for you today, and we've got some. Uh, since I covered the Cowboys game, we do have some exclusive Jerry Jones audio to play for you at five o'clock, and then a one-on-one I did with one of the heroes from that Cowboys uh, game, Dante Fowler Jr. So we're going to do some of that at 5 o'clock. So you Cowboys fans, I was digging into it. I hope Tom used some of that this morning, Aaron. I sent all that to Tom and Ryan. He did. And Ward. Oh, good, good. Ward used Yeah, I thought Ward would say, Mosley, thank you for all that audio. Nobody has nobody has sent me that. Uh, but good, good. That's uh, Aaron, How would you, are you telling me you were up listening to the uh, Game oh. Day Live this morning? Oh. Is that what you're trying to, Absolutely trying to convey to me? Okay. <laughs> it's just that he... <laughs> Sent me the audio after he used it. That's the only reason I know. Oh, so ooh, okay, good, good. This is if we're nothing if not strong teammates here at ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's what we're going to do. We um, we we heard from Dave Aranda the other night after the game, and I think he said some very interesting things. We've also had some breaking news. Now, we'll save some of this for Campus Confidential at 440 because Baylor has been active in the transfer portal, all right? I mean, we, we're not going to spend the rest of our lives mourning the loss of the Novosad family because the more I find out, Aaron, and again, he may be great, and I don't wish ill will toward him, but that family, they're out there liking tweets, people saying negative stuff about Baylor, and the family, the Novosad family. I'm not going to say anything about the kid, all right? You do what you got to do. But, boy, this family was so into this thing. They Every one of those camps, Aaron, they showed up like they were at Disney World, they, you know, like taking pictures and selfies of themselves up in the front row. So I don't know. I, I, there's part of me that thinks something positive is going to happen, and then we'll look back and go, you know what? That all worked out for a reason. And uh, the people that are taking this extremely hard, like some of the assistant coaches on the offensive side, you know what? You guys are going to be fine. Uh, this will all work out. I mean, because I, I, this, this family had goofball city written all over them. Aaron, is that a nice thing to say around the holidays? <laughs> all right, I'm going to stop while I'm behind. It is the, uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. We're going to continue on here, and we're going to listen to a little bit of Dave Aranda. 
Dave Aranda in uh, and react to it as the Bears lose to Air Force 30-15. This is our first opportunity to to get together with you guys and talk about it because uh, we were off Friday. We're going to hear from Aranda and react to it. We'll do it next. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in Texas A&M University Commerce Coach Clint Dozell. The two older brothers that uh, one played baseball at Mary Hart and Baylor, and another brother I jumped at Baylor. So just kind of want to do something different, get away from home. So uh, that's what you've been trained to do for years is, uh, is get out there and get your mind in the game and make new friends. And you know, that's what I'm doing here is another uh, opportunity and a great one at that. My old college, you know, when I was here 27 years ago, uh, a lot of happened since then. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Happy New Year from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity's on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I pride home. Two nine two eight nine zero eight. Your need is our pride home. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. 
At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Malenko Tribb has named MCC Athletic Director Sean Trocom their Sportsperson of the Year. She has led the Highlanders program since 2004. Former Baylor quarterback and assistant football coach Cotton Davidson has passed away at the age of 91. The Gatesville native was the fifth overall pick in the first round of the 1954 NFL Draft by the Baltimore Colts. Two weeks left of the NFL regular season, and only eight teams have been totally eliminated from the postseason. After Saturday's win over Philadelphia, the Cowboys still have a shot at their division title. Golf Hall of Famer Kathy Whitworth has died at the age of 83. Her 88 tour victories include two wins at the LPGA event held at Lake Waco Country Club in 1970 and 1973. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is... uh, well, Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays from the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. Hope you're getting to spend some time with your family today. A lot of folks are uh, off because of the uh, Christmas uh, falling on a Sunday. And so uh, hopefully you're home and hopefully maybe uh, listening and, and checking in on us a little bit. Uh, glad to provide some uh, entertainment information, whatever you want to call it. Now, Cotton Davidson, you heard Lark talk about it. One of the uh, all-time Baylor legends, great people. Um, I was talking to my dad about it over Christmas. My dad played at Baylor in the uh, late 60s. Uh, Cotton Davidson was drafted, as uh, Lark said, by the Colts, 1954. And, man, had a great long life, lived to 91 years old. But Cotton Davidson was just such a legend. And I remember on those Grant, those Grant Taft uh, staffs back in the 80s, he was right in the middle of it. Boy, uh, called the offense, great offensive mind. But he truly, when you start looking at the NFL stats and, and you start thinking about, okay, who were some of the greatest Baylor players that, you know, that went on to have great NFL careers? Well, Singletary is the one you always think of first. That's the greatest uh, NFL player Baylor has ever produced. Obviously, RG3 won the Heisman, but did not have a good NFL career. Cotton did, and it was at a time when uh, NFL quarterbacks were not completing a lot of passes. I mean, if they had like 50%, it was pretty good. But uh, if you look back, Cotton Davidson had some had some pretty solid numbers and was just one of the all-time greats and a great guy. 
just a neat guy to be around. And as my dad was saying, you know, he just kind of always, even as he got into his 70s and 80s, you could sort of tell he was an athlete at one point. He just kind of had a way about how he walked and presented himself. And Cotton Davidson, man, I just always love seeing him because it just such an incredible legend, a distinct uh, personality, and a great one. And the Baylor family has lost a great one. But what a wonderful life and what a wonderful time to remember the life and legacy of Cotton Davidson, uh, who uh, leaves us at age 91. Our thoughts are with the uh, Davidson family. That whole staff, boy, Duke Christian, Robert James, Goodner, of course, F.A. Dry, who used to be the head coach at TCU, came over and was the uh, did some special teams, was the O-line coach. Uh, Cotton Davidson offense, Wade Turner, running backs coach, Corky Nelson was the was the uh, defense coordinator, and of course, uh, Coach Fredenberg then took over and had a great run. Chuck Reedy in the later years took over as uh, offense coordinator, but would become the head coach. But Bill Lane, I mean, you cannot uh, uh, just that was a, such a loyal staff to Grant from the time he took over in '72 to his final year circa, oh, the 93 or 94 season. Uh, what an incredible run and what an incredible group of, uh, of folks. And so our thoughts go out to the Davidson family. Now, uh, reacting to this 30-15 to 15 loss, it was, um, you know, I thought at times the defense tried to, I know they ran for a ton and they got embarrassed in the passing game. Air Force isn't even supposed to have a passing game. And they, they hit some big plays. I did think the defense continued to play hard. Offense just went out there, and for the most of the night, it was just kind of slop. I mean, just didn't weren't able to establish any kind of a running game. I looked up, Aaron, at one point, and it was like 12 carries for 24 yards. Maybe that was at halftime or something. And I just even stopped even looking up the stats. They were so bad. Uh, third down, on third down conversions. Zero for 11. You heard that right. Zero for 11 on third down. The fourth down, they did convert a few. At one point, I think they were about three for six on third down. Uh, it just was a bad, bad. And again, did the elements impact it? Sure. Sure. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was hard out there. But Air Force functioned beautifully in it. And again, are they built better for cold weather? Absolutely, they are. But the Bears should have been able to get out there and, and have some semblance of a run game. They weren't at all. Air Force just kicked them in the teeth, okay? Air Force, there's no other. I mean, you don't want to cuss on here, Aaron, but they 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 they, they kicked our rears. They, they, yes, they lined up and said, this is, we, we are here to, to beat the dog out of you, and they did. And that's why they were up 37, bear score late to make it 30 to 15. Will there be better days ahead? I hope so, and I think so. And I think there are some positive things that are happening in the uh, Campus Confidential. We'll tell you the latest on the portal, the transfer portal. And, uh, and one of the guys is off the market, by the way, former University of Texas quarterback. And uh, Aaron will give us the details on where he has ended up because that news broke earlier today. Um, OK, Aaron, I want to hear this is Dave Aranda the other night. Tom was there. Uh, Ryan was there and uh, we were in a beautiful uh, TCU meeting room and man it was nice 
that was a really cool place to have the post game. And then Aaron, they were playing like Eagles music and other seventies tunes in the <laughs> before the news conference, and they were jamming it. I don't know why. I mean, we're not used to like having a bunch of music as we wait for the coaches to come in, but I thought that was nice of the Armed Services Bowl. And I thought Drew Harris, the PR man, I want to give him a shout out. He was extremely helpful to our show, and uh, he just a nice guy. I've, I've, I've crossed paths with him at some point over the years, but I just thought he was great. And really, anybody we asked for, he treated us like we were right up there, like we were the feature station, and maybe, I, maybe we were for the Armed Forces Bowl. And I just thought that was uh, really cool and, and really neat of him to do that. Okay? Uh, Aaron, let's listen to – this is Dave Aranda. And when he was asked about, you know, how does the team, after all the, the news of, of losing Novaside on signing day, Wednesday, and, and everything that was going on, you know, how do you keep everybody from just kind of cratering? And, uh, and I thought Dave Aranda had a really interesting story and an answer to this. Here is that. I think it's to focus on things that um, are right in front of you, things that you can control. I think, you know, um, I think the morning of, yeah, so yesterday morning, right, the morning of signing, um, I show up, it's early in the morning, and one of our video guys is there, and I, I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee, and I ask him how he's doing, and he goes, ah, oh, you know, I'm kind of... Not great. And I asked him, you know, what's going on? And he brought up the recruiting part that you mentioned. And and I just think, you know, that that was a struggle for us just with the losing and everything else, too. It just kind of perm, uh, permeates. And, you know, I think the staff meeting we had yesterday morning was, man, look at all the guys that we got. Look at all of the, the, the talent that we have, the people that, that the people that are now going to be a part of Baylor, the families are now be part of Baylor and how much they wanted to come come to Baylor and uh, you know people that are just going to make you and me and everyone else so much better and so I think it's you have to be intentional about seeing um, the good and everything that's happening but then you have to focus on what's right in front of you and so I think that's a that's a day-to-day hour-by-hour thing when you're kind of in a storm. And, and the Bears kind of were in that storm. I do appreciate how candid Aranda can be and basically admitting, yeah, there were people in the program Wednesday that were real down about the Novosad thing. I mean, think about it, Aaron. Most times, most programs feel great about their class. And I, I get what Aranda's saying there. A lot of this class had been put together for a long time. And these are great players who Baylor's so excited to be having. And it kind of stinks to be talking about the one player who decided to go elsewhere. And, of course, he's in addition to, I mean, I don't really, you know, kids, young people are going to change their minds. Of course, the way he did it put Baylor in an extremely tough spot because he gave them no time to go find another quarterback or possibly, you know, think a little, move a little quicker in the portal. Or if he decided a few weeks earlier, they could still have Kyron Drones here, perhaps. So it was like he stuck it to them in the worst possible way. But I, I think um, I think Dave is right to try to point to people toward. Hey, we got some, we got the people we wanted. 
we got a lot of great people here, and uh, and I thought that was an interesting thing to hear Aranda talk uh, about that. Now, Mac Rhodes said the other day, interestingly, that probably going into the season, we may have been ranked a little too high uh, based on what we lost and, and some of the leadership. And I thought Mac had some interesting answers in the sense. And we, Aaron, we've said some of this along the way, but just as far as we lost, Baylor lost great leadership, such unbelievable leadership. I and mean, of course, he's talking about Petrie and Bernard and some of those players that the coaches had to be provide much of the leadership this season. Now, that doesn't mean they didn't have some leaders. Dylan Doyle, to me, is an excellent leader. And, and, and there are other leaders along, Gall, Connor. I mean, I, there are some leaders on this team. I don't want to act like all the leaders left, but there weren't as many of them. This, this team was not player-led at all. They were coach-driven, and for whatever reason, um, coaches ended up paying for it with their jobs. Ronnie Wheat, gone. Ron Roberts, gone after the season. Now, after the game... Coach Aranda was asked if, based on the fact that the the program won a Big 12 championship and this year finished with a, a, a losing season, finished 6-7, and seven, has the program taken a step backward? I think of just as a completely different team last year to this year. And I think a lot of learning for me, you know, um, you know I look back now and I've had some time to do to do this uh, prior to uh, this question and uh, you know I, I, I see the things that um, I see some things coming there's other things I didn't see coming and it's, that's probably a lack of experience on my part um, and you know I think to be real transparent about that um, only helps you get better and then, you know, I think the, the, the college uh, football world, as it changes with Transfer Portal and, and, and everything else, I think, you know, our, just my personal, um, you know, um, view of that and, and, and that's something here to stay and how that benefits us, I think all of that, I think, has, has grown throughout this year. And this year could almost be taught be looked at as a lesson in that and so I just see us getting better you know I think the um, for the guys that are returning to see the work uh, despite the despite the not um, you know the the work despite the not instant gratification and to continue to work they're going to see they've seen that and then they're going to see you know the um, the adversity uh, and, and how to handle it, and I think we'll only be better because of it. All right, it, it, I think all of his philosophical answers, of course, sound better, and and the fan base can get around them. You know, coming off of winning seasons and twelve wins, the the hey, it's everything's going to be better. We're going to be better. I, I do think in time. As we get closer to the spring and then get closer to next season, there will be a time where fans start to get excited and think, hey, this thing could be a lot better. I think they're going to try to get some quarterback in the portal. We'll be talking about that a little bit in the next segment. 
uh, and and we can uh, we can we can visit a little bit about that. In fact, Aaron, let's save this this last one because I do want to get to the uh, campus confidential. I just happened to look down at my clock, Aaron. You know, it's not something I do very often. Uh, let's uh, let's save that, and we'll use that uh, we'll use that in our uh, our five uh, twenty five segment today. We're going to talk a little bit more about Baylor as you're making your way around, doing whatever, maybe shopping, maybe taking some taking some of your gifts back or changing out. Uh, I know some people like to get out there and get to the mall on the 26th. That sounds awful to me, but I know some people uh, enjoy doing those sorts of things. And again, we appreciate it. And um, if you're if you're uh, listening to us today, check in. We'll give you a shout out on the text line, the CNC Collision Center text line two five four. 662-1660. Give us your name and your location, and we'll uh, we'll uh, give you a big shout-out on the station. Now, next, let's do some Campus Confidential. There's portal news out there, and then I can kind of let you know what the scuttlebutt is on where Baylor is looking right now in terms of quarterbacks. That is next. Baylor women's basketball opens Big 12 play December 31st in the Farrell Center hosting TCU on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women open Big 12 conference play Saturday, December 31st in the Farrell Center hosting TCU. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 2 p.m. tip-off on 104.9 FM. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball with Sophia Young-Malcolm and Derek Smith on 104.9 FM. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you and your family. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
It's happening now. The year-end inventory sale at Lone Star Structures. Prices have been slashed on in-stock storage sheds, greenhouses, kids' playhouses, chicken tractors, porch swings, picnic tables, and gliders. Conveniently shop their inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com or visit their location at the I-35 Midway Drive exit in Temple or on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Ask about their rent-to-own options for select items. Lone Star Structures is family-owned and operated and has been building top-notch storage sheds since 1997. They have earned a solid reputation for good old-fashioned workmanship and professional service. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call Lone Star Structures today at 254-773-5400. Hurry in, sell in soon. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from your friends at Agritech Animal Health. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies and take the worries out cost-effectively. That's what you get with Agritech Animal Health and Chad Spitzer and his staff. With over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry, from the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to serve you with that personal feel and products that you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game. 254-883-5500. Merry Christmas from Agritech Animal Health. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Malenko Tribb has named MCC Athletic Director Sean Trocom their Sports Person of the Year. She has led the Highlanders program since 2004. Former Baylor quarterback and assistant football coach Cotton Davidson has passed away at the age of 91. The Gatesville native was the fifth overall pick in the first round of the 1954 NFL Draft by the Baltimore Colts. Two weeks left of the NFL regular season and only eight teams have been totally eliminated from the postseason. After Saturday's win over Philadelphia, the Cowboys still have a shot at their division title. Golf Hall of Famer Kathy Whitworth has died at the age of 83. Her 88 tour victories include two wins at the LPGA event held at Lake Waco Country Club in 1970 and 1973. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Otis Matt Mosley, as we uh, do a little holiday radio, and I uh, hope you are home with your families and having uh, this special 26, December 26, since we had uh, Sunday Christmas. A lot of folks are off, and uh, a lot of businesses closed today for the 26th, but uh, Aaron and I wanted to come in and visit with you a little bit and uh, share the latest. Aaron, I know we've got portal news bouncing around out there, and I wanted to turn things over to you for some Campus Confidential. We will start with the transfer portal. Former Texas quarterback Hudson Card has committed to Purdue. 
according to ESPN. Card, a redshirt sophomore and former national top 40 recruit, gives Purdue a quarterback with three years of eligibility remaining and a solid track record in his limited appearances. He started five games over two seasons for the Longhorns. He threw for a little over 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns in his three seasons. Purdue quarterback Aiden O'Connell is heading to the NFL, and freshman Brady Allen entered the transfer portal, leaving Purdue with just two scholarship quarterbacks before guards' commitment. All right, and given what happened with uh, Austin Novosad, of course, every everybody, even people, Aaron, that barely follow recruiting at all were texting me. What about Hudson Card? What about Hudson Card? You know, it's like, okay, you're not going to, you know, you're not pursuing every single one of these people who are still out there. Hudson Card, hope he does well, was a big-time recruit, but when it started kind of, I mean, you know, Two years in a row, he he won the job, lost the job, and then some people thought he was going to win the job over Ewers. In fact, there was a report that ended up being false. Ewers ends up getting the job. And so I I thought Card certainly had some good moments at UT, a serviceable quarterback, and who knows, in the right system, he could be really, really good. Um, So I was never dismissive of him as a potential Baylor quarterback, but he will now go to the Big Ten and have a chance to uh, compete for a starting job at uh, Purdue, and I, I wish uh, I wish him well. I think that is probably a pretty solid signing for Purdue. I, I'm interested in these Big Ten quarterback transfers, Aaron, because I mean, you'll see players that are really, really good one year, like you know, have a, a successful season. And then going into the year, okay, this is our starter. And then by the end of the year, they're in the portal. This has happened at Michigan, some other places as well. And um, I think uh, I think Purdue, to me, it's not a juggernaut, none of those Big Ten other than Ohio State. There's there's just no uh, juggernaut, you know, as, as far as uh, offense is concerned. Uh, Michigan obviously can be pretty explosive. We saw it against Ohio State, but outside of those two, I don't necessarily. You don't look around and see great offense in the Big Ten. So if Hudson Card is as good as his his recruiting rankings indicated, and if he can ever get in the right system, I think he could perhaps flourish at Purdue. Baylor has four transfers coming in through the portal so far. Running back Dominic Richardson from Oklahoma State. Offensive lineman Clark and Campbell Campbell Barrington from BYU. And wide receiver Keytron Jackson from Arkansas have have all signed with Baylor and will be playing for Baylor next year. And all four, I don't know if you would say starters, more than likely, but they will all contribute next year. So Baylor is uh, very active in the transfer portal so far with four big pickups already. Yeah, I was uh, looking to see what the Arkansas fans thought, the OSU fans. And, well, OSU's had a lot transfer out. Obviously, uh, Oklahoma has. It's just really interesting to see. There was one group in the Big 12. Was that, who was it, Oklahoma State, Aaron, that had like 24 people transfer out? I mean, how do you even feel to team in the bowl game when you have some of these things happening but uh, i think uh, i think these are interesting now 
The name I've been watching, Aaron, is Malik Hornsby, uh, Arkansas, former four-star recruit. He's from from somewhere in Texas. I I knew this yesterday. But now, interesting, uh, he's in the portal. I, I think... I think he was going to come to Baylor before Rule ended up going to Carolina a few years ago. I think that's right. I think he was kind of in the mix. So now he's at least looking at Baylor, but, of course, he's already – he's also looking at Nebraska where Rule has ended up. Other teams – so this is – this will be really interesting – LSU has interest, Mizzou, UCLA, and Texas A&M. Now, Texas A&M has a really talented young quarterback. I don't think that would be a great destination for a portal. I think Baylor's a better destination. Now, of course, Nebraska will be – they had Casey Thompson, who used to be at Texas uh, starting this year. That'll be a a, a bit more of a wide-open race with a new coach. I would probably give Nebraska – the edge over the Bears, although the Bears, if he wants to, you know, come back home and play closer to home, uh, Baylor would be a good option. I, I, I find all of this, but I liked him. I, I just remember extremely athletic and pretty accurate. And I remember reading about him when he was coming out, and I, and I, I was always fascinated with Malik Hornsby. Aaron, do you remember that name? I do. I do, and I think you're correct on that. Like, he wasn't committed, but he was certainly in the mix uh, before Matt Rule left to take the Carolina job. All right. The, uh, in, in that weekend of December 16th or whatever that next weekend was, 20, okay, if Christmas was the 25th, so the 18th, 17th or 18th, that weekend Malik Hornsby was set to be at Nebraska. Just so we know the uh, know the score on that, I was looking at at any of these uh, players that were visiting Nebraska that people would have interest in. Riley Van Poppel, that's a name I kind of remember. Barry Jackson was one of the names. Anyway, Malik Hornsby was going to go in there and visit Nebraska. So um, interesting because uh, you know KJ, well, the, the uh, quarterback at, at Arkansas was really good this season. Obviously, they took a step back as a team. But he, he was not going to supplant that guy, the starting quarterback for, for Arkansas this year. K.J., I think, was his name. So we'll see where all this goes. But that's, that is a name, um, I don't know, our man, one of our buddies, it was saying um, that he was benched a couple times this year when called into relief for K.J. Jefferson, great on the ground but his arm is suspect. Well, it certainly wasn't suspect coming out of high school. I, I don't know. That That is just one person's take on Malik Hornsby. I promise you, when he was coming out of high school and being recruited, there was no one who thought his arm was suspect. He got thrown into some action this year. Uh, I think uh, I think it would be somebody to to really look at. Here was another person saying, that he's a faster version of Kyron Drones. That's not bad. Okay, um, Aaron, what else do you have for us? 
you were talking about schools with a high number of athletes in the transfer portal. Arkansas is third in the country with 21 players who have entered the transfer portal so far this year. Max Olson tweeted this out. Max Olson from the Athletic tweeted this out earlier. Care to guess who has the most players in college football in the transfer portal? A&M? You are correct. A&M leads the country with 24 players in the transfer portal. Florida is second with 22. Arkansas third with 21. Then Arizona with 20. And Miami with 18. Baylor has five in the transfer portal. That's the second fewest in the Big 12, trailing only TCU, who obviously with their success this year, not going to have a lot of people transferring out. They have one player in the portal. All right, um, and I did want to say that, uh, Aaron, the uh, that was a good nugget. Cole Maxwell is retiring from football. Uh, he thanked Coach Rule in a, in a statement that he put out, and he said, Coach Aranda for stepping in and allowing me to continue my dream. And then Coach uh, DJ, of course, that's a de- defensive line coach, uh, my uh, defensive line coach for – pushing me every day on and off the field to make a better man and, of course, a better player. Um, and so, anyway, there was the uh, – he'd put, you know, like he said, 20-plus years into this and uh, said he's got extremely great uh, memories. Always like Cole. <laughs> Just big old huge mountain of a guy. Uh, was able to eat up a lot of space. I thought at times brought some great emotion to the field. I thought off the field sometimes he brought some emotion as well. But uh, anybody that went out there and went through all this stuff, it, you know, we uh, we owe it to them to thank them and be grateful for what they did. So uh, best of luck as Cole Maxwell uh, continues on, not playing football, but we wish him the best uh, no matter what he uh, ends up doing in the uh, in future years. Okay. It's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, on a holiday, working on a great holiday. And uh, next, I'm going to take you on my trip out to AT&T Stadium. We'll hear from Jerry Jones, and we'll talk about a really, really uh, big win for the Cowboys and what it means moving forward. That is next. Hey everyone, today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas wins an instant classic 40-34 over the Eagles on Christmas Eve. Details after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. 
After falling behind 10 to nothing, the Cowboys rallied and for the rest of Christmas Eve slugged it out with the Eagles, winning 40 to 34, thanks to Dak's two touchdown passes to CD, one to Michael Gallup, plus Zeke's TD run, and four Brett Maher field goals. And while the Cowboys defense never forced a punt by the Eagles, they did take the ball away four times, including an interception by rookie Deron Bland in the fourth quarter, which led to the late go-ahead field goal. Bland spoke post-game of the defense's mindset. We gotta make one more stop and get the ball back. Anytime the ball in the air, I think it's mine. It's coming from me. Dallas is now 11-4 and, and has clinched at least the fifth seed in the NFC. Next up, a game at the Titans Thursday night. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. There's always some new beers for you to try at Dancing Bear Pub. Since 2007, Dancing Bear Pub has featured a wide range of craft beers, poured in a relaxed watering hole setting that features a vintage wood bar and a large patio. 16 rotating drafts featuring craft beers, ciders, and seltzers, plus over 50 canned options. Thursday night, it's glass giveaway night. Buy the beer from the select brewery and keep the glass. Waco's home for craft beer, Dancing Bear Pub, 1117 Spade Avenue, Waco. Hashtag sip em beers. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254 209-2101 or ubeo.com. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 with 5,000 down. Cash rate, ETL extra, CD for details. It's the holiday savings event at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get a 2014 GMC Acadia Denali or a 2014 Buick Enclave with three roads and leather for only $224 a month or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $238 a month. Find a dozen vehicles under $23,000 with every vehicle put through a 172-point inspection. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the holiday pre-owned savings event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. 
BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recess lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is I priority. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. This is not even... Aaron, we've been known to do some, like, best-of shows, you know, like on the holidays. But this is live. This is just live. Aaron and I doing a little holiday radio. Aaron, I just went uh, uh, doing it from the home studio today. And I made my way down. And now, Aaron, you probably, on Christmas Day, you probably took a plate of food home or some extras to put in the fridge and have a couple of days of meals worth. I know you. That's probably what you did. Sometimes you're hungry enough to just kind of, if if you're not, like, my wife and child can't have the same food I have because of, uh, uh, they just don't, they don't eat the same kind of thing. And so I, uh, Aaron, just went straight for the, the uh, corn casserole cold. I think if you're hungry enough, you can you can dig into either some cold mashed potatoes or a cold corn casserole. Aaron, have you ever been that hungry, or are you? No matter what, do you take the time to heat the food up? Oh no, I'm I'm the opposite a lot of times, which I shouldn't be. It's just being impatient. But when I'm ready to eat, usually I'm ready to eat, even if that means like not properly heating up things a lot of times. Well, some unbelievable food in Kaufman County was had last night. And just the uh, first in the uh, Dallas area had uh, at my in-laws some tremendous, uh, tremendous spread for Christmas <clears throat> lunch. And that was more of a kind of an English. Aaron, we wear some hats afterwards and, and do some uh, kind of a British type theme or, or something. And um, but with some tremendous uh ham and then some different casseroles and you get down to Kaufman County where I'm from and that's where you have uh, at least six to seven different casseroles presented uh, maybe some cheese grits 
casserole or kind of that, the potatoes, unbelievable. And then I like to get those hot rolls, and I dip the rolls, in addition to the, all the butter that's already on there, I'll dip them in, I'll dip it just in a little bit of uh, green goddess. For some reason, I started doing that when I was a kid, and I've continued to do that throughout my life. Um, but uh, tremendous sides, uh, in addition to a Greenberg turkey, and then that spiral, the honey-baked ham. Aaron, does your crew ever go with the honey-baked ham, the spiral ham? Does that ever make an appearance at some of your family's get-togethers? It does, almost always uh, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> we have turkey and ham. Yeah, yeah, the spiral ham. You just kind of you pick that thing right off. And, of course, I never really – I just kind of go over there and eat on eat on the big ham throughout the time, on the spiral hams especially. I don't even put it on my plate. I just kind of go over there and snack on it all day. All right, <laughs> we did promise. Um, and, Aaron, be checking the text line. I am curious who listens on, a, on like, a national holiday when most people are off, although we have decided to work today. Um, I, I'd love to see kind of who's out there listening to us as they drive around. 254-662-1660. Tell us kind of where you're headed and what you're doing on this holiday. This Monday, most people off on the Monday. Now, I imagine there are a few restaurants and bars open today um, because people like to do those sorts of things around the holiday. So there are probably uh, some places that... Uh, may be open and, and uh, love our wait staffers, our bartenders. They're huge fans of the uh, of the Matt Mosley show. Now, Aaron, let's let's listen in. <clears throat> You'll hear my voice at some point asking some questions of one Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner. This is Christmas Eve. And Jerry had a lot to say about a win over the Eagles, an exciting 40-34 to 34 win. And I thought some of what he said was interesting. You'll also want to know that the dream is dead. Odell Beckham Jr., it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. He finally admitted that Odell Beckham Jr. is not coming to the Cowboys this season. We kind of knew that. But, um, but, boy, Hilton, what about the play he made? Now, we'll listen to some of this. And we'll stop and, and talk about it along the way. But here is Jerry Jones in the aftermath of the Cowboys' 40-34 win over the hated Eagles. But guys, I'm proud of these guys. And uh, uh, you see why Philadelphia's got the team they've got. And boy, were they up, uh, up for the task. Uh, their defense, their team was outstanding, even though they didn't have hurt. I can't tell you how proud I am of Dak and how proud I am of our team to stay in there and stay in there and fight with him. Jerry, what Jerry, you Jerry, defense, can you talk to your right real quick, Will? Can you talk to your right? Thank you. Sure. Thank what do you think about your defense? Was able to step up there at the end? Well, I think that's, uh, uh, that is uh, what was impressive is uh, uh, they, uh, they basically uh, had to play uphill defense, seemed like most of the night, and then uh, both sides of the ball came back and uh, really uh, wanted it. And uh, uh, this certainly, I think, is a stepping stone for going to Nashville, and uh, this will help us be readier for the playoffs. How do you feel about seeing T.Y. Hilton get that play that he had in the debut for you guys? I just, uh, it, it was all there, his experience, his speed. Uh, turn around and make that play. 
that's exactly uh, what he uh, thought he could get a chance to do. He was so excited about getting to come in here and be in games. And so uh, I'm really proud for him, but I'm proud for our team too because uh, he'll add a dimension to this thing that uh, uh, just uh, opens it up a little bit. How Jerry Jack responded to that, to that first interception on the opening drive? How do you think that? I just think uh, that he, coming back from that, uh, it gives you an idea of what you're dealing with, with his uh, perspective in the game, even, even in adversity. And uh, uh, I think uh, that's a hell of a way to warm up for the playoffs right there. You play the number one team you got and play them like that. Jerry, you just go win ahead. your last two and the Eagles have to lose their last two. How do you feel about your division chances right now? Uh, they, uh, they're looking, uh, uh, they're looking uh, uh, daunting uh, because that's a good team out there. We know it firsthand. Uh, but uh, I think that uh, we've got everything to play at a level that we can uh, go in and play Nashville and get out. And so I, I don't want to give up the ghost at all, not based on this team playing, because we're, again, getting better playing these games here at the end of the year. Jerry, Jerry how do you feel about the idea of playing this team again come the postseason? Well, the last time I play, played a team three times, we beat them twice, and they came in here and beat us, the New York Giants. And so that's always been, uh, I've asked, how did that happen after us winning for a couple of games? And so uh, uh, I would love to have the opportunity to play them, let's put it like that. Just and would love to have the opportunity to play them right out here, but that's not going to happen, is it? Just going make of the defense overall? Is there any concern for the points that they did give up and the plays that were given? Well, I, I will tell you, tonight I give uh, a lot of credence to uh, uh, the Philadelphia offensive line, their protection, uh, their run blocking. And so uh, uh, I really uh, factored that in when I look at uh, our defense and I look at when we did stiffen up, when it counted down. Uh, Jerry, just going back to that T.Y. Hilton play, can you just put into words what a play like that can do in the big picture? Third and 30, getting that completion and that you know, sparking this comeback, what that can do for the confidence of the offense? Well, I think uh, it does two things, uh, certainly for the, uh, the people on each end of the play, Dak and, and T.Y., but uh, think what it does for the defenses that we're going to be playing in the future. And you step out there, Gallup made uh, some really good plays there tonight. And uh, so uh, uh, I think uh, right here uh, we're getting balance. I really like the way those tight ends uh, run after catch. Uh, uh, I like the way that uh, uh, Dak relied on them. Uh, so uh, I think that and our running backs uh, give us in good stead. And, of course, I'm liking the way Tyron Smith's playing over at right tackle and Tyler Smith. Jerry, what did you learn today about this team, given it against a team that's going to the playoffs? What did you learn from this team today? Well, I, I'm, uh, I'm agreeing that I think Philadelphia's the number one team that I've seen. And uh, uh, not just having played them, but I think they're number one. And I thought we played outstanding against them tonight. I thought they played well and played like you'd expect the number one team to play. They're so sound all the way across. Again, they didn't have hurt, uh, but that boy made some plays and didn't make any mistakes. And uh, that's hard to uh, beat when they've got a good running game and got a good defense, and they do. And I see why they're number one, but uh, that's a big win for us tonight to give us uh, a lot of uh, really uh, stature uh, within, and uh, that's just what we needed after a uh, close call against Houston and, and uh, what we did down at Jacksonville. Jerry, what did you think of the clock management there late in that game, in particular by Dak, but by the coaching staff as well? 
I, I, no, I was I was fine. You're not talking about uh, Jacksonville, are you? No, you're here. When yeah, you had the football, yeah. two Dak stepped out of bounds. What did you think of that sequence? Well, I uh, I saw what Dak had was getting done. Uh, it would have been icing on the cake if he could have uh, stepped back in bounds. But a lot of that uh, bullets are flying out there pretty good. So uh, I cut him slack there. Do you have any, any concerns at all that you guys aren't getting to the quarterback the way you guys were earlier in the year, particularly these last three games? Yeah, I think uh, uh, Philadelphia had uh, everything to do with that. Their quarterback got the ball out, got it out amazingly accurate. Their receivers uh, got out and uh, were able to catch the ball as quick as he was throwing it out. I was amazed. Uh, that was formidable, you know, how quick he was getting the ball out and how in shape the receivers were to catch the ball. That's hard to defend, and uh, it's hard to get in. A, but we were relentless. We kept the pressure coming. We kept the pressure coming, and, um, and that had everything. If, he, if we hadn't been that way, he would have just eaten us up, I'm sure. So I liked that. I thought they uh, were uh, formidable uh, uh, with the run, and so we had to uh, suck it up. We had to get in there and, and uh, get better as the game went along, and we did. I think the whole thing. Philadelphia presented so many challenges for our defense out there. And their, de uh, their defense presented them for our offense relative to the front. The team has so many challenges, Philadelphia, that you couldn't get a team any readier to give them an opportunity to go out and play a game like that. That really got us better, and we got out here with apparently. You know, <clears throat> Jerry Tonk was asked about Dak in that clock management. It's not great. I mean, it, it, you know, they ended up winning the game. But in that, in that space there, and then on that drive, they ended up going up by six. And Minshew had time to come rolling down the field and was at the 19 yard line, first and 10. For some reason, the Eagles then got excited about throwing it into the end zone rather than just getting the first down, which is what they should have been doing. But that said, Dak is over there, and, and maybe he thought it wasn't going to matter because it was going to be the two-minute warning. But and, and, and I know quarterbacks are trained that when they get some yards, hold you know preserve their body or whatever, but still, you can slide if you need to. Dak had picked up some nice yardage. I believe he'd gotten the first down, and... I mean, he he steps out of bounds. And so that saves the Eagles a timeout. Well then it's like two oh one left. So it's gonna be the it's gonna be the uh, the two minute warning, and yet with two on that play, he goes back and he takes a sack. Well then it's the two minute warning in your second and fourteen. There's just like the there was a lack of awareness, and you could blame a little bit on the coaching staff, but the quarterback has to has to understand that. So, you know, Dak had a great game, had a horrible pick six early, but overcame the adversity, put up really good numbers, and, and made plays when he had to. But there are still some things that instinctively you'd like to see him do better. And it doesn't – it just doesn't uh, – it doesn't – some of that stuff does not make as much sense as, as you, you wished. Okay, let's go ahead. 
What, what did you make of the uh, bank robbery celebration from the Salvation Army cattle? That was kind of interesting. Did you know I missed that? <laughs> yeah, I missed that. Okay. But uh, uh, I'm probably going to be out uh, some some more because uh, I sure love those guys that do those celebrations. Jerry, you made James Washington a, a healthy scratch and played T.Y. and got that big catch from him. Do you feel better about your receiving core after seeing what he did on that catch? Absolutely. Yes, I do. Uh, I, you can't help but be excited about the way Lamb played tonight. I thought Gallup really made key catch, or maybe it was uh, these two important ones. Those tight ends. When I look at the way we spread the ball around, who got the ball? Uh, and I know what uh, we can do out of the backfield with the backs. Uh, I'm, I'm energized about our ability to uh, have a passing game. And I think we're hitting our stride with our offensive line. Tyron Smith had a great outing. Stayed there the whole game, I believe. Uh, and uh, Tyler Smith uh, played well. I saw him leading on a couple of plays and leading downfield 10 yards out in front of everybody. And, uh, uh, so he's very physical in there. So uh, I really think uh, uh, Mike has, uh, and, and the staff, but Mike, the way we've evolved, he's got this team in the right place at the right time. That 10-0 deficit, were you kind of, I mean, there were some boo birds that came out a little bit. What was your, what was your feeling at that point? Well, I, I too was, uh, I was uh, <laughs> impressed with uh, how they were moving the ball against us. I was worried about how they were moving the ball against us, uh, and I was concerned that we uh, hadn't been able to get uh, get a, a touchdown on the board. So, uh, and that was Philadelphia playing out there, and so uh, uh, they've got a lot of depth. They've got. Uh, uh, outstanding players, and I just overall uh, will tell you that uh, this is, uh, uh, I, I didn't expect to be standing here talking to you guys tonight as good as I feel about the Cowboys. I didn't think I'd be feeling this good after the game. I feel that good about it. You, you expressed pessimism on Friday on the radio show about signing Odell. Is that ship sailed, so to speak? At this point, with well, two I, I think the big thing is that uh, me or whoever uh, has let enough time go as we get toward the end of the season that it's not realistic uh, to think about uh, having him in a, a, a meaningful way for the playoffs. Now, that's not dismissing the future, but it is, dismi it is dismissing, from, from the most part, reality of uh, him getting in here and helping us in the playoffs. And that was a big part of the equation. Yeah, why do you feel so maybe even better than you anticipated? What was it about that performance that kind of put you in that state of mind? The way we uh, uh, stayed the course, the way we uh, uh, came back, got hit in the mouth a few times out there, came back, executed well. Dak got, uh, Dak got setbacks, and he came back and made plays. Uh, I saw some uh, great uh, blocking by Philadelphia out there on some alignment. And I saw him get turned around, and then I saw him come right back later and be making plays that uh, uh, made the difference. I just liked the way that we competed against one of the best teams that I think is in the NFL. When that, uh, that was really interesting, the, the, that whole back and forth. And you heard me ask him, okay, why – did you feel better after this game than you had anticipated? 
And it was because of the way the game played out. It was because of trailing in the game, falling down, having to fight back. I think there was, Aaron, was there a 27-17 deficit at one point? Then they they came back, they got on top, they ended up going up by six. And then the Eagles, you know, coming down the field. I think it was just the back and forth nature of it. And and he just he liked how what the Cowboys were able to overcome. Now, you know, at some point Dak has to stop doing this stuff. It's great that he can overcome some of it, but I mean that's uh that's a rough deal, Aaron, to be uh to to, uh, to you know, to put your team in a ten oh hole right off the bat against uh, the alleged, you know, best team in the NFC against the Eagles. I know they had Minshew. Minshew looked good, by the way. I mean, I you know, some guys, sometimes people just come in and play well, kind of like Cooper Rush, and we overreact, and everybody's like, golly, Gardner Minshew made himself some money. And we start thinking, oh, my gosh, this guy should go be a starter somewhere. I'm not sure that's the case. But he's he's as serviceable a backup quarterback is is anywhere in the league because he can execute everything so well. He's he 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 knows exactly where to go with the ball. Ball comes out fast. He's kind of got a gut, little gunslinger in him. Now he'll make a mistake, a couple of interceptions, uh, a couple of fumbles, not by him, but you know the running backs and and some of the stuff that uh, occurred down there. But boy, you can win with Gardner Minshew as your quarterback. Isn't that interesting, Aaron? that they won a Super Bowl with their backup quarterback, Nick Foles, who was filling in for Carson Wentz a few years ago. And now, with Jalen Hurts out, they played well enough to win against the Cowboys with Gardner Minshew as the backup. Eagles seem to function well and identify good backup quarterbacks and put them in in, – you know, positions to succeed. That was Doug Peterson who did it with uh, Nick Foles, and now Nick Sirianni's trying to do it. And of course, they hope they get Jalen Hurts back, and I think they will. And they'll uh, we'll see where the Eagles end up. All right, more to uh, to visit with about the Baylor football program and Dave Aranda in particular, and some of the uh, some of my uh, takeaways from being at the game on Thursday night. That is next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's every check. Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll hear from head football coach Dave Aranda. The Bears closed the season with that Armed Forces Bowl loss in Fort Worth last Thursday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. 
Discounts may vary by situation. The Big Finish sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big on Jeep models like the new 2023 two or three row Grand Cherokee Limited with total values up to $5,000 plus 500 bonus cash to first responders and no payments for 90 days. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Find the Jeep that fits your family and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Allen Samuels in Waco. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football closed the 2022 season with that 30-15 loss to Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl last Thursday in Fort Worth. Part of the postgame with head coach Dave Aranda, he was asked, what's next for the Bears? Appreciate that. Yeah, um, I think we're still in the midst of recruiting. So there's a couple um, pretty valued uh, spots that uh, – We've got some valued prospects for, and January there's a limited kind of uh, window there to be able to get some guys to campus and um, to see if something can work out and all of it. And so um, we're going to be working on that, and then you know finalizing you know our 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 team now in terms of um, you know what that team's going to look like for next year. Uh, and then I guess the third piece would be the class that we just signed that is so impressive and um, so excited about is uh, getting them settled in and really setting um, um, standards and ex expectations on, on uh, how winter is going to go so that we can get started off on the right spot. I think all of that's aided with a team that's uh, been through some tough lessons and has seen, you know, one way to do it per Smoke's question, one way to do it, and another way to do it. And uh, we all got to get aligned to do it the right way. Baylor head football coach Dave Veranda following the season-ending loss in the Armed Forces Bowl on Thursday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. When it's time for your new car, truck, or SUV, BK Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class, the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. BK Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at BK Ford. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. Everything we do, we do for you. Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union. Make the drive and make it possible with an auto loan or vehicle refinance to First Central. Have a winning season with First Central Savings Blitz Play. Quick local team loan processing with competitive rates and flexible terms. Apply online 
we make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at CC Collision Center. Com and on Facebook. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Are you Frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas Tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork Loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. You're invited to drop by and check out the new Waco location for Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, Highway 6 next to Busby Feed. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor, and now they are bigger and better. The new location features a huge showroom with over 2,000 items, including all the do-it-yourself steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers, and you'll find all the welding supplies your job requires. Pioneer Steel and Pipe also has a great selection of rebar and accessories. Plus, they now stock Sackcrete. And they are the one-stop shop for custom metal building supplies and metal roof panels for your home or business. It's a new store, but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices customers expect. Locally owned and operated since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, Highway 6, next to Busby Feed, and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Coleco Trib has named MCC Athletic Director Sean Trocom their Sports Person of the Year. She has led the Highlanders program since 2004. Former Baylor quarterback and assistant football coach Cotton Davidson has passed away at the age of 91. The Gaysville native was the fifth overall pick in the first round of the 1954 NFL draft by the Baltimore Colts. Two weeks left of the NFL regular season and only eight teams have been totally eliminated from the postseason. After Saturday's win over Philadelphia, the Cowboys still have a shot at their division title. Golf Hall of Famer Kathy Whitworth has died at the age of 83. Her 88 tour victories include two wins at the LPGA event held at Lake Waco Country Club in 1970 and 1973. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, Merry Christmas to you. 
the Matt Mosley Show. The day after Christmas, Boxing Day, it is called in some circles. Aaron Sexton and I doing our thing, and I uh, hope that you have had a lot of family time, great food and fun as we continue to. Uh, now tonight's the night I start kind of craving love, kind of all of Christmas Eve and Christmas turkey, the ham, all the casseroles. And then and I, I'm, I'm pretty good on leftovers. I don't mind uh, eating those for a couple of days. But about the day after or two days after, I start craving some Tex-Mex. And I'm kind, of, I'm kind of starting to think about that this evening, you know, where I could get a hold of some enchiladas or something like that. Had some great ones the other night leading up to Christmas. That was on the 21st, the night of the 21st before the Baylor game at Joe T. Garcia's. And, uh, in fact, Aaron, we had uh, Chris Williams out with us from KWTX Channel 10, and uh, he shared the news, had to break the news. Was we uh, talked about it. Jack Allen is uh, leaving to go to Little Rock, and uh, that's tough because Jack's a great friend of ours, the uh, local ABC affiliate. And then uh, Chris Williams is making the move to Oklahoma City. So uh, that is not, uh, it's not fun. It's not fun when we lose people we, we uh, enjoy so much, but they're going on and, and moving up. And, and so, uh, although I, I don't know why you'd ever want to leave the Central Texas area, but that's fine. If they, want to, if they think that's a better opportunity, great for them. But uh, we wish everyone so much success. But I just, uh, in thinking of Joe T's, Tom and I were there, Curtis Quillen, the sports director at Channel 6, and just had a great meal. Enchiladas, they do family style here. I don't know if you've ever been to Joe T's, but you order either the enchiladas or fajitas. And if you do the enchiladas, they throw in a plate of uh, nachos, and it's kind of a large uh, tostada with the cheese and the uh, little uh, the chili, hatch chilies or peppers, but I guess they're just little jalapenos. Some great tacos. And then the uh, the guacamole and the beans, the refried beans, and they kind of all of that stuff is served family style. So you just pass it around and share all that that comes with the enchiladas. And then then they bring the enchiladas out, kind of with another plate of tacos, and it's a wonderful uh, deal. And then of course they made the announcement, Aaron, that uh, they always let you know before you order that it's cash or check only. And so Tom and I were able to, uh, we were able to, you know, we were carrying some cash, so we were able to kind of cover everything. The Young Bucks were not carrying cash, and so they were going to have to go look for an ATM. Uh, and so we we were able to uh, come through on that front. Now, Aaron, I'm interested, this, Dave, this, uh, this Baylor game the other night, it, it just did not go well. I know Baylor people were watching it. Some Baylor people came to the game. If you sat out in that, you are both uh, – you are one of the most loyal fans ever, and you're insane. You know, there are people that work for Baylor that were down there on the sideline, and, you know, I, th- I thought they showed some great courage. Mac was down there, I feel like, for almost the whole game, probably the whole game. The uh, athletic director for Baylor, Jovan Overshone, was uh, going to be down there hanging out with him, so – Showing some tremendous toughness. I think, uh, oh, I think Cody Hall was going to be down there. I don't know if Nick Florence. Now, Nick, 
is uh, in development for Baylor. So some of the people he needs to be talking to are up in the press box. But Nick's a guy who's played in some tough conditions. I don't think he would be have a hard time standing there uh, on the field. Bears get beat 30-15. I, I got so much admiration for uh, Air Force. Aaron, what was the name of that? Uh, there, was, there was somebody named Roberts, that, that running back. And then... Hazik, I believe, is the name of the quarterback. He's got great timing. He he runs. Aaron, it's like we just Baylor couldn't quite figure out that when when it looked like he was gonna kind of roll one way, he'd cut back and run that option the other way, and it, almost like a, it was designed quarterback sneaks is what it was. And it wasn't we, – we think of it as the triple option, and there was some dive plays, and, and, and 24 ran the ball extremely well, kind of a bigger dude for them, for, for Air Force. But, Aaron, where they really caught the Bears off guard was though where they, they found one-on-one coverage. And I, I understand why Baylor would be peeking in the backfield because they run constantly. But at one point, I looked up, and I'm thinking, golly, this guy's throwing a lot more than I thought he would be. And he was he was literally like three for six or three for five or four for seven for 104 passing yards. But it felt like 300 because Air Force never throws the ball. And they were gorgeous passes. He finds a wide-open player on one of them. He sends one uh, player on, on a – on a beat, oh, McCarty, who I like. I like McCarty for Baylor, but I think that was that one-on-one, just a straight-up fly move that he put out there. So that quarterback can play. You know, sometimes we go, well, you know, for a guy at, at the academy, no, 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 that guy's just a football player. I mean, I was so impressed with the way Air Force came into that thing, cared greatly about the outcome, and and did everything. Now, Aaron, I wanted to let people hear. This is Dave Aranda, and I think this is where he talks about the offense. And one of the things I asked after the game was about Blake Shapin and the way he played and how much Coach Aranda thought the elements played a role in this. But th- this is let's, – let's listen in on Dave Aranda talking about his disappointment in the way the offense performed. Disappointed just – on a whole, offensively, I just thought that uh, you know, I, there, the previous games um, there was um, probably more more juice and excitement and all of it to play, and just way disappointed and just the lack of that. And um, you know, I, I think it really starts the run game. Um, you know, that is really the identity of our offense, and you could argue our team and. You know, um, a lot of credit goes to Air Force and just always being where they need to be and the effort that they played with and just all of it. Uh, but yet, I don't think we we uh, held up to our our side of the bargain. And then I could see Blake press in and it just kind of fell apart from there. So it's just a very bad ending um, and disappointed in that. A lot to improve on. Yeah, and... Just didn't like the energy. <clears throat> he had called it the who cares the most bowl. And who wants it the most, I think is how he put it. And he admitted right there that it was Air Force. They had more juice, more energy. 
And I think from him to the rest of the coaching staff, there was a lot of disappointment that Baylor did not do more, do a better job taking the fight to Air Force. Now, I, I mean, right away, Aaron, we could tell from the press box the conditions were so awful. You know, that, I, that power, Isaac Power, it's a real good punter the Bears have. I mean, the ball was – he couldn't get the ball more than like 10 feet of, in, into the air. It was just like line drive punts into the wind. Uh, later in the game, he actually had a really good one that he somehow hit and he cut it through the wind. But the kicking game was impacted, and everything – Everything about the kicking game looked ugly. Uh, Special teams were not anything that sharp or that special. And it was uh, – the run game was non-existent. And and I hated that for Squirrel and and everybody that had played such a huge role, Reese – Quaylen, I mean, it's just been such a good year in terms of young guys making great impacts and to come out and not really be able to mount anything close to a strong running game just showed. I mean, the Bears, basically the elements, you can blame it on whatever you want to blame it on. I I choose to think that Baylor had no, they they were not ready to play in that environment. And Air Force was more than ready to step up and play in, in that environment. And hopefully, again, it's a lesson learned, like all the other tough lessons this year, and see where the Bears go with this. All right, the dismount is next. Got a couple of nuggets for you. A firing already in the NFL. We discuss it all next. Happy New Year from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. There's always some new beers for you to try at Dancing Bear Pub. Since 2007, Dancing Bear Pub has featured a wide range of craft beers, poured in a relaxed watering hole setting that features a vintage wood bar and large patio. 16 rotating drafts featuring craft beers, ciders, and seltzers, plus over 50 canned options. Thursday night, it's glass giveaway night. Buy the beer from the select brewery and keep the glass. Waco's home for craft beer, Dancing Bear Pub, 1117 Spade Avenue, Waco. Hashtag sip beers. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Ted and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game your first word in sports game time weekdays 7 to 9 on espn central texas the season of savings is here at mission golf cars with savings up to a thousand dollars on our remaining 2022 inventory that's up to a thousand dollars off the industry leading easy go rxv golf cart up to a thousand dollars off the stylish easy go express cruisers or save up to a thousand dollars on the cushman line of work ready vehicles for the farm and ranch 
Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop in store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Coleco Trib has named MCC Athletic Director Sean Trocom their Sports Person of the Year. She has led the Highlanders program since 2004. Former Baylor quarterback and assistant football coach Cotton Davidson has passed away at the age of 91. The Gatesville native was the fifth overall pick in the first round of the 1954 NFL draft by the Baltimore Colts. Two weeks left of the NFL regular season and only eight teams have been totally eliminated from the postseason. After Saturday's win over Philadelphia, the Cowboys still have a shot at their division title. Golf Hall of Famer Kathy Whitworth has died at the age of 83. Her 88 tour victories include two wins at the LPGA event held at Lake Waco Country Club in 1970 and 1973. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley's show. We're saying good night to you. Hope you've had just tremendous holidays. We'll be back at it again tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Um, this, uh, by the way, Tyler Smith, the Cowboys' uh, rookie left tackle, uh, had probably his best game, according to Mike McCarthy, the game against the Eagles. Uh, he is quoted saying he's going to be a fine, fine player here for a long time. Aaron, I wanted to share this with our, our folks. NBC Nightly News says reports that many people, you know, they're out at the mall today. They will return an estimate, uh, estimated $171 billion worth of merchandise is expected to be returned today. Pretty amazing stuff. All right, love doing the show today. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, buddy. You're working on a holiday. Appreciate everybody. We will talk to you soon. Tomorrow, 4 o'clock sharp. Be there. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. 
Coming up, we'll hear from Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda as the Bears go from 12 and 2 and Big 12 champs a year ago to 6 and 7 at the finish this year. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost.